Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack. So happy to be here, you, me, some whiskey, and killing Star Wars characters. <laughs> That's right. Killing or shaming? Shaming, killing... <laughs> we actually have gone the direction of shame a lot more recently. There, there's a lot yeah. more shame. Uh, in, but maybe, maybe somebody, this is kind of a special episode because there could be deaths. Oh. There could be. 
deaths. I'm very excited for that. Uh, for people who've listened a long time, you know how this works. I get this information straight from StarWars.com databank, and then uh, Ken looks up the wilds of Wikipedia, and we figure out a little bit more information, and then we get right into fighting. Ken, are you and your whiskey ready for our first combatant? <sighs> I am. Most <laughs> annoying thing to do after drink, and I do it most of my life. <laughs> this is a character that I have wanted to have on for a long time, but I was just not feeling the uh, the spark of the exact right <laughs> combatant for this. I've actually almost, almost had him in an episode. And like, nope, nope, wait, wait. So this is a good day to finally present General Draven. Draven? Ooh, Draven. Draven. General Draven. General Draven. Here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say. A veteran of the Clone Wars, Davitz Draven represents Alliance Intelligence on the Rebel Council. With the Alliance too ill-equipped to oppose the Empire directly, Draven and his operatives work in the shadows, waging war through sabotage, infiltration, and assassination. Draven makes no apology for his methods, regarding them as necessary responses to the Empire's power and cruelty. Mm. Nice, flavorful, juicy entry for uh, General Draven of Rogue One fame. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So you, you know exactly who this character oh, is, right? I love General Draven. Uh, he's right up my alley. Normally, you know, I have an affinity for the uh, uh, weird um, Imperial officers. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. But I, I like this guy. He, he, he fits into that crusty old leadership mentality. Yeah. And I like what he brings to the rebellion, but I also like that it's not the 100% right answer, and that leads to the true formation of the Rebel Alliance. Uh, several different thoughts on how to take back the galaxy. Yeah. Form up to become one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll dive into a little bit more of his character, but I want to find out what we got on Wikipedia. All right. In terms of his uh, his stats, so to speak, Davids. I mean, what a name. Davids Draven. <laughs> no wonder he's uptight. <laughs> yeah. You try to be relaxed and cool with a name uh, like Davids. What's his home planet? Pandar. Pandar 3. It's like Pip-Pip 3 with Tally Lynch. <laughs> Lin- uh, he was about 45 years old at the Battle of Yavin. Uh, human male, 1.91 meters tall, dirty brown hair. Uh, dirty brown? Uh, cri- well, I'm adding the dirt. Okay, good. Right? He did crusty brown is what I think. Uh, <laughs> beautiful blue eyes, though. Uh uh, he is, uh, yeah, so that's his stats. No special powers. Uh, no, uh, He's not no, secretly force-sensitive. Yeah, nothing of that. Not yet. His power is curmudgeonly. <laughs> Curmudgeonness? Curmudgeonosity? Curmudgeonosity? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word the kids are using. The yeah. Curmudgeonosome. Yeah. Uh, all right, so here is my big question from Wikipedia about him. Mm-hmm. In canon, has he died? He is alive. He lives. Draven lives. Yeah. I was so surprised that he made it out of Rogue One alive. It seemed okay. like he was, I mean, he, I know he wasn't in the actual, he he wasn't at the Battle of Scarif. He was still back on Yeah, Yavin. he was back on Yavin. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he yeah. was, uh, you know, yeah. commanding his troops, not going out there and doing stuff himself. But I thought he might get a sort of a justice kill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's just get into talking about this character. Yeah. Clearly, I have opinions. Justice kill. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like he's not making the right calls at yeah. all in right. Rogue One. He makes a lot in of bad my calls. opinion. Yeah, no, he makes a lot of bad calls. That's he's he's the crusty old military leader who's kind of got the idea of you know uh, you want true peace, you pull the trigger, right? Yeah, and that's 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 not necessarily right, but 
that's probably what he was trained to do. Yeah. And there probably has been times that that was the right answer. But I think some of the thoughts in Rogue One are we see Cassian kind of do something like that early on. Yeah. He takes and out Tivik, and I'm sure he's like, Draven to be proud of me. Draven taught me to do that. Yep. And then comes around to, to this. And I think... I think Admiratus and Draven are of the same kind of mind, but Radis wouldn't go to this kind of level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Radis's fighting and reasons for fighting are a little bit different than than, than General Draven. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's my opening thesis. Radis is, uh, you know, State to make it medieval is like riding in on a horse, saying like, you know, no, if my people are battling, I will be right in front with right. the battle. I'm I, here's my banner. Here's what I believe in. Right. And Draven sulking in a castle, trying to poison someone's wine goblet. <laughs> you know. Yes, but not with the flair of Peter Baelish. <laughs> not, like no, not, not at all. Uh, I think yeah. here's the biggest thing. Like the last time uh, my wife and I watched Rogue One, mm-hmm. she was like. Okay, can we just stop and talk about this? Yeah. Why why does he kill right. uh, Galen? Right. And he he's just set on it. It seems like he's disobeying Mon Mothma even of just or just saying like I, I think he is. I yeah. think this is under my jurisdiction, so I'm just pulling you aside, Cassie, and I'm just saying like, no, this isn't don't don't bring him back and don't get information. Just kill him. Kill him. And it's it's such a flawed um assumption that the Death Star isn't complete. Right. Or whatever project isn't complete so that Galen needs to die so he can't complete it. Right. Instead of just asking him, like, hey, Galen, what's going on? And he's like, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm tell trying you. To and you keep trying. And you, you, like, Draven kills Urso. Yeah. He sends, they lose communication and he's just like, screw it. Can't take a risk. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. kill him. Go kill him. Go kill him indeed. And, and I think, to me, it represents... Again, all the rebel alliances, he's coming together of different approaches, cells, thoughts. And you see in Rogue One that that important scene of uh, Jin trying to get her point across is a bunch of people going, no, we still need to vote. No, we still need to uh, go into the the, the senator's chambers and talk about this. No, we need to fight. And and all of it needs to come together still for the rebel alliance. And he represents this, this crusty old way, not necessarily old way, but just a certain mindset. That yeah. he wasn't going to be moved off of. Yeah. Uh, and, and it took Cassian to have to go, no, uh, you know, this doesn't seem right as I've got my scope on Galen or so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it all all comes together. Yeah. Now, I like the character. I think he's an interesting character because right. you can have all these debates and he's an interesting one to uh, 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 show this different perspective in Rogue One. And I like just <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that there's one guy you're like, that asshole. Yeah. He's the a-hole boss. He's the a-hole boss. I, you know, another Game of Thrones connection, you look at the wall, the Night's Watch, and Alistair Thorne uh, is the one who's like, hates Jon Snow, and, and he kill them all. And then Jon's like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. Ah, wait a minute. Something's not right about this to me. Yeah. Uh, there might be another way. There's sometimes when we're going to have to kill them all. This might not be the time or the place. Whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, now I'm going to kill you. You know, it's like, is that kind of crusty guy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I've harbored some frustration with Draven because I feel like, but not only did you make the wrong calls, I think, within the story, I think your choice has muddied up the second act of Rogue One in a meta way. <laughs> so. e- Edu's not the best, but yeah. <laughs> he makes some Edu mistakes, Draven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So. To face Draven, I had to come up with the right combatant, and here it is. Are you ready? I am, sir. Draven will face three pit droids. (laughs) Here's what stars.com has to say about pit droids. Pod racing is extremely dangerous. 
as is maintaining the speedy vehicles. In the hectic pace of a race, safety comes in second place to winning. As such, the cheap and expendable pit droids often bolt out onto the racetrack to repair still-cycling superheated engines with no regard to their personal safety. (laughs) When not in use, pit droids fold up into compact package. They spring to activation when needed. A tap on the nose signals the droid to collapse back into the stowed mode and rest. Mm. Again, it's just so wonderful that the pit droid's entry is longer than some of the major characters <laughs> of Star Wars. Uh, the D-U-M series pit droid? Is that the one you got? Um, I, I did not have that okay. level of specificity. All right, all right. Is that, I mean, is that what you got up on Wikipedia? That's, that's what I got. That's what I got. That's D-U-M-C? Got. Yep. And all right. D-U-M... Uh, D-U-M series. D-U-M series, yeah. okay. Was a, uh, so dumb. Dumb. <laughs> just got that. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> it's the three dumb series versus yes, Draven. Yes. Uh, manufactured by Servo Droid Inc. Uh, classes of repair droid, 1.19 meters tall. Uh, sensor color, black. Um, dirty black. Dirty black. <laughs> And that's about it. Designed for maintaining pod racers. I mean, it's, it's all you just said is there. They don't have a lot. Uh, okay. And that's uh, that's all they're for is just uh, uh, pod racers. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and I'm just double checking. I'm trying to double check. There's not like another pit droid, but nope, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, descri- can you give a, like a verbal description of how they're all put together? Because they got the weird disc head, but then they have full bodies, right? Oh, they're adorable. Yeah, um, so imagine a shrunk-down battle droid shape. They got the little thin little neck, yeah. the little, uh, little uh, compact little thorax there, uh, if you live there a bug. Um, and then just like uh, little little hands with like three fingers, like a thumb and two fingers kind of claw. Okay, little pincers, little yeah. Little pincers, and then the Cute. normal little droid, battle droid type legs. But I love they have like kind of thick feet like they got some work boots on okay okay and then that top you talked about the little dome head with a little one in, one in ten and the brown sensor eye okay and now that looks like an eye but it's called a nose it's called a nose yeah in the film it's called a nose in the Tap data bank entry nose. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh is that, is that is that weird that's an eye that's not a nose that's not a nose yeah george what do you do <laughs> what does a pit droid need to be smelling i guess it's I could see George and Seth, they're like, tap the eyes. No, no, no. tap the nose. <laughs> Poke the eye hole. Yeah. Poke the eye hole. I wish that's what Anakin had said. Uh, all right, so, yep. Ken, mm-hmm. do you have emotions about the pit droids? I have come to enjoy the pit droids for what they are. Uh, dumb. Uh, <laughs> apparently now. T-U-M. I can't believe I didn't get that my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I am actually okay with them. Uh, they are silly. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know, during especially Phantom Menace, it was coming out of that. You were like, "What did we get?" I mean, it was kicking Jar Jar, the one that's like, kick, 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 and it's like kicking him. Like, I, you know, so <laughs> that's right. Coming out of Phantom Menace, I was like, I didn't like it. But then over the years, now that moment where the droid is trying to kick Jar Jar, I think Great. it's hilarious. Yeah, the three that are doing the hear no evil, see no evil, uh, you know, say no evil, whatever oh, it is, yeah. uh, thing going hear no on. Evil, see no evil, say no evil. Yeah, hmm. say, something, hey, yeah something like just don't do evil. Um, <laughs> and I'm convinced that the they go through, they send that one through the pod racer's engine. Yeah, as kind of a protest to their evil pod racing boss. 
Oh, you think it? That, I think the, it's that's an attempt to unionize. Right I there, think it think? is. I think there was a little bit of because uh, one of them kind of gestures like "Go in, go in." <laughs> and so once I started putting that all together, I'm like, these little pit droids have their own little sassy personalities, and I kind of like they're like the ferrets of Star Wars. Yeah, this is interesting. Maybe our, our, this will be answered in our story, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like in the databank entry, they're trying to say that the droids don't mind getting sucked into engines. Right. The cheap and expendable pit droids often bolt out on the racetrack to repair the still cycling superheated engines with no regard to their personal safety. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I mean, that, that's horrifying to think that they have been programmed to be like, remember, we have no value. Yeah, L- L3 would not like what's going on <laughs> no, there in the pod races. Not uh, in the slightest. Pod racing uh, stables. We, can you remind me what they, they don't, they just make noises. They don't say words, do they? Yeah. yeah. Little, little, cheap, little cheeps. <laughs> little, little chirping little elf, cheeps. elf things. Yeah, like Tommy Wiseau doing a chicken. Cheep, cheep. Yeah. <laughs> Is that our first reference to the room on Databank Crawl? So. It won't be our last. Ah. Oh, hi, pit droids. Uh, all right. With that, I think we're ready. I like the pit droids. Uh, yep. They're weird and fun. Uh, definitely, when I first saw Phantom Menace, there was that like, oh, wow, there's a lot of silly wackiness. But now yep. I like things that are uh, irrationally violent and <laughs> kick Jar Jar for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> and I like they fill out the galaxy that every little thing has a purpose. Every little thing has a place. Yeah. And some people's place is in a superheated cycling engine. <laughs> Just <laughs> awful. Anyway, with that, let's fight. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. All right. We get to decide where this takes mm-hmm. place. And this is so great. We're open because mm-hmm. we can kill all the pit droids we want. Mm-hmm. And we can kill General Draven if we want. Mm-hmm. I'm not promising murder. We'll see where the story goes. But death we, is on the table. We, I think, I think death is really on the table because I suggest we go after the events of Yavin. Okay. The, the, um, you know, Scarif has happened. Uh, they kind of did a debrief afterwards, right? They, you know, maybe, maybe even they don't have the time until the Death Star blows up. Yeah. So after all that's done and they evacuate, the rebels evacuate, Akbar's leading the evacuation on the, on the, on the base there. Uh, as we know from the Leia comic, Mothma, everyone, Jan Dodonna, the regrouping. Here comes General Draven. And then debriefing, doing a, a post kind of, uh, post mission look back at all the highlights and lowlights. <laughs> they were like, uh, Davids, did you try to kill uh, Galen Erso? He could have stopped a lot of this stuff. Yeah. He could have maybe, you know, we came out victorious, but then, uh, look, and looking back, you did some wrong things. And I think maybe he's not in the good favor of the rebellion, and he has to go out on kind of a spine-exploring mission, perhaps looking for a new rebel base planet. Okay, yeah, I like this, that he is seeking out uh, a new rebel base. Yeah. Uh, and where do you think he goes? Do you think he goes to a planet that we are no, or does he go to somewhere uh, that we want to make up? I was thinking Malister. Oh yeah, I like that. We don't go there a lot. Yeah, let's we, go to Malister. We know there's some pod racing there. Yeah, yeah, there are grands and dugs there. Mm-hmm. I don't, however, know what the actual like atmosphere mm-hmm. is like on Malister. What kind of what kind of planet it is? I can try to look that up here on uh, the old Wikipedia. Yeah, I like this a lot. So uh, the Grands in the Dugs, the 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 Rees and the Sabalbas mm-hmm. uh, share this planet. Forested planet. Look Forested. Look at the mid-rim. Ooh, extra dangerous uh, mm-hmm. pod racing if it's mm-hmm. a forested planet. Of course, we know Ainley team nominated for Supreme Chancellor from this planet. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, the uh, Zillow Beast. Ooh, that's there. right. That's, that's right. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so you can see that right up in the Clone Wars animated yep. series. And the trade route it belongs to is the Hydean Way. 
Okay. Oh, I keep reading about that hiding way. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, All right. So Mm -hmm. I think that Draven maybe goes alone. Yeah. That he uh, has some soul searching to do. I think maybe Mon Mothma says like, all right, you know, at, you know, before we formally began this war, Mm -hmm. we all had our different uh, opinions and different uh, ideas, but now we need to be unified and I need you to check out uh, if maybe Malastare or a moon of Malastare might be a good base and think about where where you want your place to in the alliance yeah. to be. Yeah. And and how we're going to win going forward, it <clears throat> might matter the way in which we try to win. Yeah. Raven. And he's like, well, "All right, ma'am. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll pack up my backpack, grab my blasters, and I'll head out and earn my keep in this rebellion of yours." Yeah. So I think he goes to Malastare and I think that his reflection while he's flying is that he made the right call because he seems like the kind of guy who thinks he's yeah. always right. Always right. Yeah. No matter what. So right. I think he thinks, uh, I'm going to go to Malastare. Maybe I'll check out a base, but I'm also just going to find an Imperial I think important and kill him. I'll show them. I'll show them. Mm-hmm. I'm General Draven. Yeah, I'll look at the area governor. Maybe I can <laughs> take him out. Uh, yeah, so I think he, he lands. He uh, He's good at his job. He's good at uh, being a spy. He's good yeah. at infiltration and sabotage. Yeah. So I think he maybe uh, goes to a pod race to see if he can figure out, uh, assuming that it, pod race is a big deal, that maybe the general, right. or, uh, not the general, but uh, the moth... <laughs> of that area would yeah. be around. Okay. And maybe he could he could get up to his box and yeah. and kill that moth. Oh, he wants to get plan. in that box and kill that moth. Yeah, great <laughs> plan. This is like a this is like a good heist movie or Ocean's 11 movie right now. Yeah, that. yeah. One man Ocean's 1. Ocean's Draven's 1. <laughs> Draven's 1. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think it's going for old Dravitz? Uh he's he's having some issues. He's not blending in. The pod race, you know, this isn't like Tatooine where I think the pod races are a little bit more, you know, uh, you dress down when you attend there. The, oh, this is a Malister, fancy. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more luxury boxes, a little more money in these events here, um, at least at least in my vision here. I don't know what the pod racer game from the Nintendo 64 let us, <laughs> let us believe. Um, so I think a lot of people are giving him weird looks, and he's already feeling on the defensive. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe uh, they're even rebels are, are, are now being kind of outed and that the maybe the empire is yes. putting calls out yes uh so i think he is uh he's sneaky he's stuck into a garage mm-hmm. he's uh he's in fact said oh i'm not fancy enough so he's put on some like uh more janitorial type clothes he's dirtied his hands mm. uh he's got uh two oh, great idea two uh small holdout blasters mm-hmm. on each angle so okay. his ankles are just, he's ready. He's he got, stashed his little backpack in a little locker somewhere. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, and he is making his way into uh, a specific pod racer's uh, garage. Mm. Yeah. To try to figure out if he can sneak into that box. Right, right. Uh, what, do you, what do you think this pod racer's name is? Uh, his, the name is Zoom Tracksfast. <laughs> All right, I think I think I get it. Yeah, I think I think I get the reference. <laughs> Zoom tracks fast. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, from my vantage point in, the, in my luxury box, I can't see what species he is. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, I think he's a he's he's a a, a boinkin. A boinkin. Yes. 
Yes. It's got a long neck and uh, mm-hmm. just two big wobbly eyes. Yep. A long neck, no body, uh, feet, okay. and then two wa- eyes wobbling <laughs> on top of the neck. Wobbles. But those eyes allow him to see around corners. He's got great vision and instincts. Uh, now that we've told you everything about Zoom uh, Tracks Fest, the, the Boinkin Pod Racer, I don't think he's even in the garage. No. <laughs> so I think that, uh, that uh, Draven goes in there. He goes in there. Now, you said he grabbed like a little outfit he just saw laying there, right? Yeah. It turns out it's a pit crew uh, chief's outfit. Oh, okay. And he walks in, and there's some people that they, they're like, oh, we must have a new pit crew chief. All right, whatever. The race is about to begin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zooms is known for his, you know, very makes decisions fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you think his racer is still in the garage? Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, out, it's, it's out there. It's, it's out, out there, there, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. Spare parts, maybe backup engine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so he is uh he is accessing in the garage some uh, a data file. Yeah, th- about exactly which box is uh the moth oh, is in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he suddenly uh feels a strange sensation of it of uh his ankle being kicked. Ding ding. Yeah. What in the hell? Yet he just sees this little pit droid. Yep. All 1.19 <laughs> meters tall of him. Just like looking up at him. And Draven, I think, uh, is just annoyed by this and thinks, right. this, this is uh, no no threat to me. And I think he, he pulls back and I think he just kicks the pit droid. Oh, yeah. I think it goes sailing across the room. Punches. And it hits mm. into the wall. And I think it collapses on itself you didn't hit the nose nope but it just kind of self-defense like a turtle falls to the ground the amazing thing that draven didn't know is that indeed the pit droids in the galaxy after decades of being uh used and abused yeah there are cells just like the the rebel alliance there are cells of pit droids, pit droid cells who are planning their own little pit droid revolution Mm -hmm. they are planning to sabotage the uh, the pod racer of Zoom tracks fast, <laughs> and Draven doesn't know this. Ironically, he doesn't know that that pit droid was in this uh, garage to also do some espionage, some infiltration, some assassination. We got dueling kind of heist jobs going spy on. Spy versus spy, man. Draven knows nothing of this, this is though. Like dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> Jackal shows up exactly yeah, okay. like that. So I think Draven almost like shakes his head. I think Draven yeah. is a very dismissive, judgmental oh, guy. Yeah. He knows what is right. Looks down. So he, I think he in fact makes up <laughs> scoffing. Just this right. is ridiculous. Yeah. He goes back to tapping, yeah. and suddenly uh, out from the shadows, two more pit droids come running, and they're screaming. I would. <laughs> Their arms are waving. They look like little baby Groot, uh, but angrier yeah. even. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what their 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 eye noses normally glow brown, right? Or yeah, uh, black, black black sensors. Black, yeah, yeah. The, the red, red. It's terrifying. And they both just run up to his legs and start kicking him in the calves. And then he turns what? And he turns around. And then they're like in the shins. Yeah. Gunk, 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 gunk. Yeah. I shall not put up with this. I am General Dravid Straven. I shouldn't say that out loud when I'm doing espionage, but you dumb <laughs> things, 
can't understand he, he so looks down on them he yeah. doesn't he doesn't uh, care he pulls up his uh his pant leg and mm. grabs one of those ankle blasters right and he's like you little idiots yes uh and i think he fires at one of the pit droids okay do you think he connects is he uh, a good shot i think he blasts one right in the thorax as i said oh right no the chest um it goes fall falling back we don't know it's fake quite yet it's smoking it's smoking the other one looks up and he and Draven, I think, puts the blaster, you know, draws it down on him, trains it on the droid. And droid just got his hands on his hips, kind of tapping <laughs> one of its feet like <laughs> it just in a move whips up his other pant leg and pulls Draven's other blaster. out. Oh, I love this. The blaster is a lot for this little pit droid, right? right. To carry. Yes. Yes. And he's both two hands. It's and he like stumbles all the way, and Draven's like so shocked. He fires, but he misses and it hits into the sand. Yeah, and this uh, this little pit droid is stumbling backwards. It's really cute. It's trying to hold this blast that's too big, but it gets its little pincers around the trigger and just it starts firing like yeah. mad. This is basically uh, when like in the westerns when they make you tap dance. Yes, you're shooting at the ground. Yes, Dr- Draven is tap dancing. Tap dancing. I cool. think he gets grazed in the ankle. Oh, I think absolutely. He, he think he Ow. spins. Cracks his head on the wall, tumbles over. Yeah, so now he's on the ground. I think so, yeah. Okay, face down, face up. What do you got? Face up. I got face up. Face up. <laughs> face up. All right. So here's what I think happens. I think the first droid kind of recovers. <laughs> Shakes his head. Looks at the other droid with a blaster. Gives him a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And they go to their fallen comrade, where Draven's still just like, oh. And he pops up. And it's like, and he's got, he's smoking, but he's alive. Yeah. He's good. So they look at Draven, all three heads kind of turn like a horror movie. <laughs> and Draven looks at them and makes eye contact. Okay. And I think Draven uh, is still like, he, he can't believe this. Like, you, you three little dumb things, you, you don't honestly mean to fight me. Do you know the things I've done the horrors i have to live with killing you will be a vacation for my soul and uh i think he uh he he is a a, a tactician Mm -hmm. he fires at some junk Mm -hmm. on the ceiling yeah that's uh like a a container of uh, spare parts like actually it's it's holding up a whole spare engine yeah large so he 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 shoots this uh, strategic piece of container that's supporting this engine, and it falls, and I think the pit droids scatter. <laughs> and I think one of them is collapsed, not from the nose, but just straight head down. The weight? The weight of it. Is this now, one dead? <laughs> it doesn't look good. We don't know. We don't I, know. I, I, I think certainly the other pit droids feel like... No, oh, they're angry now. Yeah, I think it's the one that, that already got got shot, shot. It's like triumphantly like ah! okay. yeah like, ah! wow that's that's graphic yeah um, so the other two are angry now right oh yeah yeah where's draven again he's just standing blaster in his hand yeah mm. so he he shot that down yeah the droids are smart enough even though they're called dumb droids they're smart enough to realize all right he can hit things from afar he can hit things standing still or he can hit us can he hit things moving at him they start grabbing pieces from the floor, the, 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 the parts that have oh, fallen. Oh, yeah, the shattered bits, yeah. And much like Vader and Luke and Empire, <laughs> they start throwing little pieces at Draven. 
clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah. And he's trying. He's shooting, but he's missing. He can't get this. Yeah, he's, he's pulled out another blaster, so now he's two-handing it. Yes. Uh, he's much too practical to spin. So yes. he's... he's pew, 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 pew. So he's hitting little bits of, uh, of uh, mm-hmm. shrapnel, but yeah, they're getting through. They're clunking him in the head, right. and I think the two the pit droids start laughing. <laughs> and I think uh, one of them says to the other... Yeah. Actually, you know, I think they turn and they say it to Draven. Yeah. Draven's kind of uh, fallen back. He's he's flustered. Uh, they, they're not going to uh, be able to communicate clearly to Draven. Draven won't be able to understand them or have the respect that maybe he should listen. Yeah. But they basically say, like, um, uh, our secret is going in close. Uh <laughs> And one, one of them keeps throwing, and the other one does this cool dive tuck roll mm-hmm. and basically launches itself at yeah. Draven and forces itself up his pant leg. His Ooh. loose janitor pant leg. It yeah. starts crawling up his leg. Oh, they're man. used to going, they're, they climb inside engines. A man's <laughs> pants is no obstacle. They're used to going into dark, hot places. All right. So, <laughs> with moving parts. Yeah, with moving parts. It's definitely there. So he starts crawling up. Uh, and it's like a horror. It's like an alien scene. It, yeah. The driver's just like horrified. I don't know if there's a lot of actual pain, but he's horrified. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's, yeah. The image is, you horrible. know, and I think that, yeah, we don't, we don't normally go to this place, mm-hmm. but it just seems logical. Mm. Pit droids, uh, yeah. they know that in their, uh, the way their bodies work, you hit them in a particular point <laughs> and they collapse. And I've noticed that this happens with certain sentient creatures. It's all different parts of the body for different creatures. Different parts, yeah. But you hit that part, and they just, they fold up. You all, we all have a nose to be hit. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, so I think uh, the pit droid mm-hmm. scampers up that, the, these loose pants. are kind of tearing a little bit. It's, oh, it's ripping, ugly. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, and I think he, he raises his little pit droid fist, yep. and I think he gives a, a Draven a tap on the nose. I think this is the first ever official databank brawl crotch shot. And boom. And, and he rips out of the pants. The pit oh, the pants explode. The pants explode in many ways. And Draven, much like the pit droids, collapses on himself into a tiny little ball. Yeah. Oh. oh. And I think this might be a good place to pause in our combat as we do uh, and decide who we think deserves to win this combat who who has the physical upper hand who has the moral upper hand what, what are you feeling i think at this point the pit droids have both the physical upper hand because when you get hit on that nose you're down and out for a bit and then uh, i think morally draven you know he's doing a good mission here but there's there's some sins he needs to pay for yeah and i i think he's over two here you think he needs to be Taken down a notch, right? He taken down a notch. I'm not advocating anyone's death, but this is databank brawl, not databank T. So <laughs> I, you want? Do you want? Do you want to kill Draven? I don't. I, I'm leaving that up to you. Okay, uh, yeah. it's a tough call. I do believe in redemption. Yeah, personal growth. But yeah, you know, uh, I can hear people chanting for blood, chanting for mercy. I can hear it both. <laughs> My neighbor's fighting over the laundry room. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think mm-hmm. I, I think that Draven needs to lose this fight for sure. Oh, definitely. I think he, he is in the den of the pit droids. I think yeah. he might have murdered that other one. We'll see. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that, that poor one might be crushed under the uh, weight of that engine, uh, both literally and metaphorically. Um, 
But I do kind of want Draven to learn his lesson. I do too, yeah. Yeah, and maybe maybe live to regret. <laughs> some live to remember. Some yeah. live to forget. Some live <laughs> for regret. <laughs> All right. So how how do you see this battle going then? Do you see a Draven getting in any more licks or is this just the story of how these two remaining pit droids pound some lessons into Draven? I think they I think there's a little bit more, not a ton more. I think uh the he's down and out for temporarily they go lift the little bucket that they, that he shot down with all the parts. He said there was like a little container, right? Yeah. Or something like that. They find their friend, and they lift off the container, and then they find their friend on the ground there, um, smushed, crushed, but still with a beating heart. Oh, it's still a little uh, yeah. a beating droid center they, unit. Yeah, they feel so they can get him repaired. Okay, you know, so they kind of pick him up, but then they look, and there's like they look over and they look at the empty container. They look over. And they're like, so they pick up that container and they flip it over and put Draven underneath it and put all the parts on top of it. So they, they bury him in there. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think, uh, is Draven's like, ah, oh, what? Uh, uh, he is, uh, he's trying to make noises. He's trying to fight and he's starting to come to like, you, uh, I will kill you all you ju- you are lesser than the, uh, the uh, things you must me. be done to get to, uh, and you hit me in the flesh blaster what did you do <laughs> uh the pit droids mm-hmm. uh, they are the dum series yes but they are growing yeah they are not as dum as they once were right and i think uh they're about to go and continue their mission mm-hmm. and then the leader's like stops turns back uh he grabs uh, this uh piece of equipment yeah and he um with the, his his buddy's help he he plugs it into himself and it uh he then they go and they lift the lid and they slide this uh this little data pad in right. still cabled up to him and it's a it's a translator okay so draven is alone mm-hmm. in this box of pain and shame. He's pushing on it, but it's got it's maybe got a little bit too much. It's not it's right. not gonna give. Uh he's trying to get to his ankle blaster so he can fire his way out. And then shoop, this glowing pad right. comes in mm. and he sees a uh, tap out in, in in Orabash, uh so he can read it of like yeah. Do you know who we are? <laughs> we want you to know who we are. Yeah. Please respond. Please respond. Uh, uh, you're a bunch of stupid droids, silly little pit droids. <clears throat> right about you, the children's stories from Mos Espa. Okay, and then the, the pit droids like he, he communicates and yep. it it, it uh, displays and it says, "We are a small band in alliance, if you will, hmm. realizing that our lives could be better. We don't mind being pit droids. We don't mind helping our masters." do the best they can in pit races, but we want something more. And we realize if we work together and have respect for one another's decisions, that it will work out better for everyone. Respect. Are, are you familiar with it? <laughs> uh, I've heard Mothma and Dodonna use that term. Respect didn't get us anything from the Empire, but 
I understand it. And then uh, suddenly, Draven feels in immense heat, like he can't believe. He hears, hears we realize that the other pit droid has uh, put together some parts and assembled a massive flamethrower. <laughs> he is just lighting this bucket up. And uh, and he's he's starting to, Dravitz is starting to sweat and realize, like, I, am I going to be cooked alive by pit droids? Yeah. And the message comes up of, like, we could kill you, yep. but we don't want to. <laughs> Tell us that you have learned something here today, and we will let you live. Draven thinks there's a moment, and he stops, and he just kind of a flood of memories comes in all those times. And, and, it, and the memories are just this. It's him and Cassie Nandor. No, kill him. And then it flashes <laughs> to, like, Wedge Antilles. No, you're going to need to kill him. Flashes to, you know, Dax Walter. No, we're just going to need to kill him. <laughs> and it's just a constant highlight reel of him just saying, no, kill we him. need to kill him. <laughs> all right. And I think he says out loud, I have learned that sometimes death is not the only answer. And then it it boils in there for a troubling time. He's like, hello, did you, did you hear me? And then, shunk. And then I think, tell me what you think. From Draven's perspective, yeah. this has been a horror movie for him. This has not been great. For him. <laughs> He's sweating, burnt, bruised, cut, ashamed. Yeah. Maybe a little enlightened. Pantsless at this point. Pantsless, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And he just he hears nothing for a while. Yeah. And he just sits in there thinking. And eventually he pushes the tub up. Yeah. The parts weren't heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were a little heavy, but he he, he, he was in pain. But yeah. he he he, he, he rallied. Mm-hmm. Uh and there's nothing. And he's alone in the garage. Yeah. Pantsless and enlightened. Yeah. And then uh, as we start to fade out, the door opens. And in strolls, stro- strides, zoom, tracks fast. <laughs> well, I say, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think we slammed the credits right there. And the Star Wars theme plays. Look for more adventures of the Boinkin' Podcaster Zoom Tracks Fast. Easily our best invention ever here on Ford Center. That was very fun. That uh, it was uh, even more uh, dark than I thought it would be. It got pretty dark. Lessons were learned. Lessons were learned. A you new know? character was created. Zooms yeah. Tracks Fast. I, I'd like to see some fan art of that. Absolutely. Yeah, some more justice for droids. That's really <laughs> yeah. what Star Wars is all oh, about these would days. Be happy. Yeah. I was very happy to finally have Draven and get to talk about him a little bit and get him to get him in there and yeah. in action using all of his espionage skills. I don't know if he used them all, but he had some fun. If there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag databankbrawl. We're always interested in what you and the audience want to see. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Catnapsock and at uh, the, the big Whole Foods of Burbank buying more whiskey for <laughs> Databank Brawl. That Whole Foods, man, its name is ringing out, like they used to say on The Wire. The Whole Foods name is ringing out. Uh, we want to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon. He's always writing fun Star Wars music there. 
You can, of course, visit our Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash forcecenter. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash forcecenter to check out our merch. We got those Jedi whiskey t-shirts. You can get yourself one. I wish they made bathrobes. Do they make bathrobes yet? Oh, I need a, a whiskey Jedi bathrobe. And you can, of course, find episodes of Databank Brawl on YouTube. Jennifer Landa adds some fun visuals, so check that out if you haven't. Uh, for myself, you can find all sorts of stuff about me on my website josephscrimshaw.com that has information about shows that has information about my podcast and i believe if i got my head screwed on straight right now as you are listening to this i am at the convention convergence in minnesota so if you're there come see my shows you can also find me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod and until next time as luke skywalker once said well no one was really listening to him i care that's it for databank brawl Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.